Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. A couple of weeks ago, I was meeting with one of my mentees. She is a very young professional starting her career, and we've been meeting for a couple of months now. And in our last meeting, she asked me if I could go back in time and spend one day with my youngest self, what advice would I give her? Very interesting question, isn't it? Well, today I'm going to share with you my answer to that question. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. When I look back in time, I can say with confidence that nothing has turned exactly the way that I had originally planned. I am truly amazed with how life has changed over time and how our our decisions puts us on a path that ends up being very different from what we originally thought it would be. One thing, though, that has not changed over the years are my values, my principles, and my passions. These last ones might have taken a slight different shape than what I might have anticipated, but at my core, my, my passions have remained the same over time. Fast forwarding to today, um, I have moved across the Atlantic I've lived in four different countries, which I would have never in a million years imagined when I was growing up in Spain. Um, I have accomplished many things, both personally and professionally. Getting to where I am today was not easy. Not always. um, I followed the shortest and easiest path. There were challenges on the way. I made a ton of mistakes along the way. But I also learn a ton out of those mistakes. So when this mentee asked me if I could go back in time and hung up with my youngest self for a day and what advice would I give her, so me, um, I have to admit that it really got me thinking because I've never thought about that. And my immediate reaction to the question was, well, first of all, I would say thank you. Thank you because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Thank you because you never gave up, because you always went above and beyond, because you gave it your all and because you learn and you improve along the way. So I'm proud of you. That being said, I did come up with 15 pieces of advice that I would give my younger self. Um, You know, as I was growing up, there were a lot of things that I just didn't know what I didn't know. And I was learning as I was going, like we all do in life. And 
as time has gone by and I've been able to mature and grow and get the amazing opportunity to get exposed to different situations that have helped me grow personally um, and professionally, I have to say that probably there was an easier, easier way easier path to get to where I am today than the one that I followed. Um, So here are the 15 pieces of advice that I would give to my younger self. The first one is be yourself and stay true to who you are. Be yourself and stay true to who you are. Yes, that would be my first piece of advice. Don't try to change because of what others believe you should do or you should be. Don't try to become someone that you're not in order to fit in. You know, growing up, um, there were many times where I felt different. And I'm doing air quotes here. You can't see me. Um, I focus on things that in my mind made me different. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that I will tell my youngest version of me um, not to try to change the things that made me different in order to fit in, but rather embrace who you are. Um, And if you're not welcome in a circle because of the things that make you you, then maybe that's not the right circle for you to be in. Um, And instead of trying to fit in, aim to belong. Um, You know, I moved, I said, four times in four different countries. And there were a lot of cultural differences. And I was a foreigner every time that I moved. So it took some time for me to get integrated, for people to accept me for who I was, because I was different. Um, And a lot of times, I did not stay true to who I was. I tried to become someone else that wasn't me. And I think that is what I would start when, if I had the opportunity to give advice to a younger version of myself. Be yourself and stay true to who you are. The second piece of advice, um, and this is something that actually several of my mentors have told me over the years, but that is smile more, worry less. Um, Remember that positivity uh, is contagious and happiness is a choice. Um, You know, I tend to take things very seriously. And I think that that is because when I started my professional career, I think I share this story, but I was very lucky to get the opportunity to grow very fast. Um, So most of the times I was the youngest in the teams that I had the opportunity to be a part of. And typically I was the only woman in those teams. So a lot of my peers could have been my parents or my grandparents. And I felt a really strong pressure Um, and it was all in my head. And now I know that, but back then I didn't. Um, to come across as professional as I could, to sit stride, to be serious. I remember, um, as I said, several of my mentors mentioned that to me. They told me that I needed to smile more. Um, And I didn't understand what they meant by that. But now I realize it and they were so right. You can be both. You can be, you know, 
good at what you do. You can come across as professional. You can come as, you know, bottom up. And at the same time, you can have fun doing it and and being yourself and, and enjoying the ride. Um, also, as part of this, I would say don't wait for happiness to happen. Make it happen. Um, we need to look for joy in every day. We need to be intentional about building joy in our days and practice gratitude daily. That is something that I only have found a few years ago. And if I would have known that before, I would have started this practice long time ago. So definitely will be something that I would really encourage the younger version of myself to do because I think I would have enjoyed much more a lot of things in life and not that I didn't but I think that I was so focused on work so focused on coming across as professional as as I could that I forgot sometimes to just enjoy the ride okay the third piece of advice don't ever judge yourself in comparison to others. Instead, judge yourself against what you know you're capable of. I am a competitive person by nature. I hold very high standards for myself and I always strive for excellence. What I did not realize growing up is that excellence is it's not measured by comparing yourself with others, but it's measure by comparing yourself against your potential and by striving to be better every day. Um, I made the mistake of constantly comparing myself with others. I compare myself not with anyone, but with people that were in a completely different league, um, in a completely different stage in their lives. I compare my apples with other people's oranges. I compared my starting point with their halfway through or sometimes their full way through. Um, this caused me to never feel that I was good enough um, and to continue to push myself to the limit. On one hand, that is a good thing. I don't think I will be here if I wouldn't have done that. Um, if it wasn't for my tenacity and my resilience. But on the other hand, I miss things in my life that I'll never get back. I skip things in my life that will never come back. Um, so it's okay to push yourself out of your comfort zone. You should definitely always strive to improve and you should always compare yourselves against yourself the day before, uh, not to anybody else. Move away from a scarcity mindset where if others succeed, that means that you can be successful. There was a time in my life where, where that's the way I saw things. Um, but rather, um, you know, adopt an abundance mindset where there is enough and plenty for everyone, including yourself. Um, as soon as I realized that, as soon as you can realize that then um, you will start to help others to succeed and you will succeed as well. And there's nothing more rewarding than helping others to grow and achieve their goals. And that's something that I only learned over time. But once I learned that, it's like an immediate switch and a lot of things change. My perspective changed in so many ways 
And I wish I could have made that turn earlier in my career. Okay, number four, don't worry about what others think of you. Um, I stopped, I slowed down. Sometimes I didn't even got started because I was afraid of what others might think of me. Uh, what others might think of you is not of your business. I heard that from someone once. Um, it's not your problem, it's theirs. Typically, the people that critique you are not thinking about you, but they're thinking about themselves. Um, many of them have a scarcity mindset and they can't afford that you succeed because they wish they were you and that they could do what you're doing. That doesn't mean that you should not listen to feedback on the contrary, I think that you need to always seek for feedback. I wasn't the kind of person that always seek for feedback because I was afraid of the feedback. I was afraid of listening to what others thought of me and afraid of letting people down because a lot of people put their faith on me. They gave me an opportunity when I was not get ready for that opportunity and I will always be thankful for that but that caused me to be afraid of feedback because I thought that um, I was going to let people down and you know you're going to let them down no matter what whether you listen to their feedback or not so you might as well listen to the feedback learn from it and improve and now I'm always asking for feedback because I feel that that is a great way to continue to grow and and develop. And I think feedback is a gift um, that you can give to others. And if others are willing to give it to you, that's the best gift they can give you. But I think that you need to take that with a guard of salt and you need to think how that applies to you and decide what applies to you, but not not let the fear of what others might think of you stop you from pursuing your dreams, from doing the things that you think in your mind are right, in your mind and in your heart are right. Um, there were many personal projects that I never started because I was afraid of what other people might think of me. And I don't have to go too far back in time to tell this to a younger version of myself. I could tell this to a version of myself two years ago when I started thinking about starting a podcast. One of the reasons why I did not start a podcast earlier is because I was afraid what others might think of me. Um, and I'm glad I overcame that. And I'm glad I did because this podcast has been such a fulfilling experience for me. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Okay, the piece of advice number five, don't let anyone, anyone ever tell you that your dreams are out of reach. Only you know your true potential. This is um, very related to the prior one. So in the prior point, I refer to the fear of what others might think of you, meaning um, you don't even know for a fact whether, you know, they feel negatively about you what you're doing. Now I'm referring to statements that maybe other people have made that are discouraging. Um, they're discouraging you from pursuing your dreams. If you have a dream, go for it. 
You will regret not having pursued your dreams later if you listen to what others have to say. Remember that we don't see things as they are, but as we are. When someone tells you that your dream is out of reach, they're talking from their perspective, from their truth and not yours. Your dreams might materialize in a different way than what you're envisioning today, but the only guarantee that they will never materialize is if you don't pursue them. So listen to your heart, trust your potential, and follow your dreams. Um, I remember, you know, I wanted, I remember when I graduated from high school, um, my dream was to become a journalist. Uh, I've always enjoyed to write, and I wanted to write books, and I wanted to be a um, journalist at a newspaper and I did not pursue that dream and I don't regret it I think it was the right decision Um, but that meant that I stopped writing I had wrote a book when I was in high school and I used to write a lot of poetry and I give up on my dream of writing at the time I convinced myself that I didn't needed a journalism title in order to write, that anyone could write. And I still believe that is true. But for me, all the things that I heard around me on why I should not pursue that dream stopped me from writing. So there's been years that I did not write at all. And that part I do regret because writing is something that I really enjoy, that really fulfills me. And I still believe Um, I made the right choice by not studying journalism and go on the business side because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that decision. But I do regret stop writing and mostly because other people told me that that dream was not meant for me. Okay, number six, don't worry about getting knocked down. Instead, focus on getting back up as quickly as possible. To that point, yes, you might fall down and your path um, to realize your dreams. In the moment, it might feel like it's the end of the world. You might think that it's not meant to be, or you might be tempted to believe that they're, you know, they were, they were right. And it's an unrealistic dream. Remember this, you don't lose until you give up. So don't worry about getting knocked down. Everyone does. Um, Even those people that you deeply admire, they all have fallen down at one point. The difference between those that are successful and those that are not is that they stand back up. So never stop standing back up and do it as quickly as you can. Um, There's been several instances uh, when I started my career where I fall and I stayed down longer than I should have. Um, And when I fall, all these thoughts came to my mind that I was not meant to do this, that I was not good at that. All those negative self-talked, you know, in the back of our heads that happened a lot and that kept me down longer than they should. Um, I have to say that I would tell my youngest self, stand up quicker, but I'm proud of my, the younger version of myself because she always stood up. And that is why I'm here today recording this podcast. And 
talking about this topic. Okay, number seven. Take more risk. Be more bold. No one has made history by playing safe.、Um, it's okay to take risk. I encourage you to take more risk. At the end of the day, what is the worst that can happen? Seriously, what is the worst that can happen? Remember to ask yourself that question every time that you're tempted to play safe. If you always play it safe, you will always stay. In your status quo, so get out of your comfort zone. I think the younger version of myself did stood out of her comfort zone frequently, but I think I've always been the kind of person that has taken calculated risks.、Um, probably, I could have took more risk than I did. I've always challenged myself to step up out of my comfort zone, but not always I took enough risk. Uh, the fear of failure was, for the longest time, my biggest fear. Then I realized I was not afraid of failure, but of what others would think of me if I failed. Because, as I said, I was given the opportunity to grow very fast. I always tried to play safe, not to let other people down. I was afraid of what others would think of me if I failed. I knew many people did not thought that I was ready to take the role that I did when I did. I knew there was many people that thought that I was not capable, that I was not ready,、um, that they were convinced that I was going to fall down,、um, and giving them a reason to tell me to my face that they were they always knew that I was not going to make it. That was my biggest fear. I could have grown even faster, made even bigger contributions and a bigger impact, but I didn't because I was too worried about others seeing me fail. So, if I would have to give an advice to my younger version of myself, it would be take more risk. If you fall, just get back up, keep trying, and. Don't listen to others.、Uh, what others think of you, it's not of your business. Okay, piece of advice number eight: Be humble. Always be open for feedback and use it to keep improving. I talked a little bit about this before,、um, and I have to admit, I wasn't always humble, and I struggled to listen to feedback. I always had an explanation to any feedback that was given to me. Um, I always got very defensive,、um, and I explain why. I've learned over time that feedback is a gift and not a curse. I went from one extreme to the other, where now, as I said, I'm constantly asking for feedback and seeking feedback, because I've learned that I have blind spots and that I need the help of others in order to be able to see them. I also learned that even though I might have the best of the intentions. Um, which is ninety nine percent of the time. I am sure that just like you, sometimes when I say or do things, they might be perceived differently by others. Right?、Um, I love the quote by、uh, C. S. Lewis that says, "Humility is not thinking less of yourself; is thinking of yourself less." Let me repeat that: Humility is not thinking less of yourself; it's thinking. Of yourself less. I always 
thought that it was thinking less of myself and I didn't want to think less of myself because that gave me the confidence that I needed. Um, and I was wrong. Humility is just thinking of yourself less. Um, when you're open to feedback, really open to feedback, you're able to think less about yourself um, and think more about what others feel and, and think and that only makes you better. Number nine, don't overthink things so much. Sometimes you just need to trust your instinct. In fact, trust your instinct more often. I know this will be hard to accept, but um, perfection is utopia. Nothing will ever be perfect. You need to learn and live with that. Um, stop overthinking things and trust your instinct. Don't wait until you have a perfect plan and you have analyzed every possible route. The only way to get to your destination is by start walking towards it. So aim for direction versus that detailed plan of everything that you need to do and just go. Start moving. Trust your instinct. You'll figure the rest out as you go because you've always have and you've always will. That will be my advice to the younger version of myself. I lost a lot of time overthinking things. And when you overthink things, you get to a point where you get to this analysis paralysis and then you stop moving. And the only way to get further along is by moving. Uh, number seven, focus on one thing at a time. You can't have it all at once. Um, I know that you're excited about a lot of things and that you want to do it all. I know that was me years ago and still today. That's true today. Believe when I tell you that you will do it all, but you will make more progress as contradictory as it might sound if you focus one thing at a time. Pull all your energy in one thing, stay focused and be consistent until you achieve it and then move to the next. I promise you will feel more fulfilled, more accomplished. Remember when you look, when you took that big promotion at the same time that you were trying to finish your master's degree, give your all in that relationship and write a book. No wonder why you did not get the best scores in your tasks, why you give up on your book, why you made so many mistakes at work. Believe me, you will do all those things and be successful in all of them, but just focus one at a time. I... Try to chew more than I could. Um, I tried to sign up for more things that I could handle. And I have to say, this is an advice that I would give not only to the younger version of myself, but I'm giving to myself right now because I'm very self-conscious about this. I try to do a lot of things at the same time. And I know for a fact that I can make more progress if I just focus one thing at a time. Number eight, you can plan ahead, but your plan will definitely change. So stay flexible. No matter how much you plan ahead, things will never go as planned. Instead of becoming frustrated, accept that that's life and learn to pivot, to adjust be flexible, stay open-minded. When things don't go as you plan, it doesn't mean that you fail. It means that 
you can be in control of everything. Number nine, you can change anyone except yourself. Stop trying to change others and focus on what you can control. Change yourself first. If you want to change the world, you need to start by changing yourself. Always remind yourself that people generally have good intentions, but we all see the world from our own perspective. So challenge yourself to change your perspective so you can understand where the other person is coming from and try to adapt instead of getting frustrated because people don't understand or don't want to do the right things. That's how you're interpreting the situation, but probably it's not really what is going on. Do you need to develop more empathy and be able to put yourself in the other person's shoes to see things from their perspective and not just yours? Number 10, celebrate your victories in life, even the small ones. Every victory is worth celebrating. Don't wait until you win the war, but celebrate every single battle. Um, celebrating progress will fuel your motivation to keep going, will make you feel more confident in yourself and your capability to achieve your ultimate goal. So growing up, I was very hesitant to celebrate small victories because at the end of the day, I had not yet arrived to my destination. So I thought I should only celebrate when I cross that finish line because I thought winning a battle didn't meant that I was going to win the, the war. And I thought that celebrating battles will make me complacent and I would stop pushing um, there might be some truth to that, but now I know that there is a balance between those two things and that it's important to celebrate every step of the way. It's important to celebrate progress. It's important to celebrate the small victories because those gives us that motivation and that push to keep going and to build more confidence. Number 13 almost there. Don't let failure get you down. Look for the learning opportunity in every situation. I already talked about failure before, but I feel I need to talk about it again because failure has been the big, with capital letters, barrier between me and me living my best life. Being myself and to expedite my growth, that's what has hold me back uh, for most of my life the thought that I was most afraid of, the thing that I was most afraid of was uh, failure. Over time, I learned that failure is part of human nature and that is part of the journey of our way to success. I now believe that failure is not only, um, it's not about falling down, but it's about not standing back up. We don't fail when we fall. We only fail when we give up. And that has really changed my perspective. So now when someone asks me to share a failure, I struggle because I might have fail, fall, not fail, fall many times, but I've always stand back up. And for me, that is not failure. And I think that what I will tell my youngest version of myself is that, but also that every time that you fall, 
you need to take the time to reflect and learn from that experience because you can learn from every single experience, especially when you make mistakes. Uh, advice number 14, having a bad day or a bad season doesn't mean that you're having a bad life. Um, you know, growing up many times, um, I would have a bad day and I thought that was the end of the world. Sometimes it would take me days to move on um, after having a bad day. I stayed down longer than I should. I mentioned this before. Um, you know, so every time that I had a bad day or a bad season, I thought that my life was bad. Um, every time uh, and as time passed, I look back and I realize that those things weren't as bad as I thought they were. But when you're in the middle of the situation, sometimes it feels that way. And that stops you from keep going and keep dreaming and keep pursuing your dreams. And I would tell the younger version of myself to don't let a bad day um, stop you from missing the good ones. Don't let a bad day stop you from missing the good ones. And I think I missed several good days because I let my bad, get, bad days influence me in that way. Okay. Last piece of advice, uh, don't strive for perfection because it doesn't exist. When I started my career, I felt so pressured to be perfect, to produce the perfect work, the perfect presentation, the perfect product, to come across in the perfect way. Um, and that led me to a lot of frustration because... Now I know that perfection doesn't exist. If you have a presentation, for example, in front of you, there will always be something that you can improve. If you have a project that you're working on, there will be always something that you can improve. I'm now convinced of that. And that put me on a place where I spent more time that I should have working on things that were not worth the time that I was putting in. And not only the time, but the frustration that came as a result of never arriving to that destination because that destination named perfection doesn't exist. It's an utopia. So just letting go of perfection. And that was one thing that was hard for me. It took me years to get to the point to accept that. And I wish I had realize that earlier. And a lot of people told me that. I've read it in books. I've heard about it in trainings. Mentors have told me that. And I think it's one of those things that you need to experience yourself in order to convince yourself that is that way. Um, so I hope I had discovered that earlier in my career. So that would be a, the last piece of advice that I had for the younger version of myself. Okay, I know this was long um, and I'm grateful that I started this episode saying that the first thing that I will tell the younger version of myself is thank you and I'm proud of you. Um, I still believe that. Um, I think that, you know, you don't know what you don't know. You're learning as you go, as I said, and I've learned a lot on the journey 
And sometimes I just wish I could have learned that faster. But on the other hand, I think it does take you experiencing the situations that come with life in order to learn some of these life lessons. But again, those will be the 15 pieces of advice that I would give my youngest self. And for sure, those are things that I'm going to try to pass on on my kids as well to help them learn those things faster than I did as I was growing up. Um, And I don't know if I'll be successful because I think a lot of these things were things that my parents tried to taught me But um, I guess I was not listening or, as I said, I needed to experience that myself in order to convince myself and learn the lesson for myself. So as always, I hope that this is helpful. I thought, I hope that this is inspiring, that it gives you something to think about And if you like today's episode, as always, I'm going to ask you to go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That really helps the uh, podcast to be visible to more people. As you are there, please subscribe. That way you'll get notifications every time there is a new episode. And finally, help me spread the word of the Leading Yourself podcast. Help me share this podcast, this episode with a friend, with a colleague, or in social media. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day as always, and I'll talk to you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.